Welcome back to Practicing Catholic. Patrick, kindly glad to be with you again, along with Cammie Berthume, our producer, and Paul Sadek, our technical producer, coming to you through the relevant Radio 1330 AM studios in Golden Valley. Archdiocesan Youth Day connects our youth with our Lord, our bishops, and other teens through great music, mass, adoration, inspiring talks, conversation with the bishops, and more. The next AYD is coming up October 16th, and here with a preview are Steve Grass and Bree St. Amour, both serving as MCs for AYD this year. Steve, Bree, welcome to Practicing Catholic. Thanks so much. Glad to be here. Yeah, great. Wonderful. All right, so let's start. Ladies first here, Bree. Let's uh, let's have you kick us off. Just in case one of our listeners or somebody's scanning through on their radio dial, uh, just in case they're unfamiliar with Archdiocese and Youth Day, what is it? Yeah, well, absolutely. You said a couple of the main uh, key points there, but it's really an opportunity for uh, the youth of the Archdiocese to um, connect with each other, connect with the bishops, and ultimately just uh, to connect with the Lord and just to have an opportunity um, kind of at a large-scale event to see uh, the local church kind of all together as a whole and then also just get a little bit of face time with the bishops too, which is such a gift for them to see their shepherds there and just get to know them a little bit more as well. I'll bet it's a real blast for the bishops as well. I bet they really enjoy hanging out with the Yeah, I think they do. I think they enjoy just being able to see the youth and so many of them on fire for the Lord. Um, Hopefully it's encouraging for them. It's definitely encouraging for me every day as a youth minister. Absolutely, yeah. Well, yeah, thank you for doing that as well. Steve, let's go over to you. What's what's special about this year's Archdiocesan Youth Day? What's the theme and uh, how are we we doing it? So this year's uh, Archdiocesan Youth Day, Archdiocese and Youth Day is being split, uh, like you said, into the two different hubs. So we have a north uh, location and we have a south location to make it easier for parishes to be, be able to bring their groups. Our theme this year is I appoint you as witnesses. And all, nice. everybody's going to be hearing about how do we go about being a witness for Christ, whether we're taking that first step into our faith or we're lifelong faithers. Um, how do we go about using the tools that we've been given and that the Lord has given us to be his examples of love to each other um, and spread his love to the world? Hmm. Well, let me ask you, let me follow up with you on that one, Steve. So um, sometimes when you get to be a certain age, which I believe I fall squarely into, by the way, <laughs> um, there can be this tendency to kind of look at our young people and think, yeah, they're not interested in the faith. They're not interested in certainly not in being witnesses because there's there's a lot of peer pressure basically not to be those witnesses. Steve, what do you think? Uh, why is it important that our young people are witnesses? I think our witnesses show us the energy that the, our church has. Um, our Those young people might not be showing it in ways that maybe in the past have shown how to be a witness, but they're showing ways through their social media through, through their actions that might be silent actions of just how they go about living their life. Um, you might not see them in prayer. Um, we might not see them stepping into an adoration chapel, but they're being those witnesses um, every day in their schools, on their teams, um, wherever it might be. Um, so just because we might not see them in an everyday fashion of what we, what we think as a witness to Christ, they are out there, and they are, they have their excitement, um, and they want to show their love to others and their love for Christ. Great. Bree, we want to weigh in on this. So where, where have you seen young people being witnesses? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, Steve kind of hit the nail on the head there of um, the fact that we have teens stepping up um, in their public schools and leading, um, you know, Bible studies, pro-life groups, um, things like that, that in areas that we as staff at parishes can't be. 
Um, and so I think that's a great way that I've, I know I've seen some of our teams, especially in their junior and senior year of high school, really just stepping up in leadership opportunities that we just don't have the capacity to do. Um, and so that's been incredible to see the Lord work through a lot of those channels, um, especially throughout, you know, the last year and a half when we were so limited in the amount of interactions that we could have with teens as a parish, um, that teens were evangelizing their friends and teens were having conversations about the faith uh, in areas that we just can't be. Uh, so I'm really excited to kind of see how this theme of stand up, I appoint you as witnesses kind of empowers those teens even more. Yeah. Wow. All right. So uh, right along those same lines, and Brie, I'll stick with you for the moment. So you both have been involved in in directly parish working in ministry and that sort of thing. You, Steve, you served as formation and evangelization director at uh, Mary Mother of the Church there in Burnsville. And Brie, you you are with youth ministry, middle school age um, students at St. Ambrose in Woodbury. Um, so let me ask you, Brie, why is it important for these teens who are doing exactly what you were saying? Why is it important for them to have something like an Archdiocesan Youth Day? What does it provide for them? Yeah, I think first and foremost, it provides um, an opportunity for encounter, for them to encounter the Lord and to encounter um, Jesus, particularly in the Eucharist, um, but then also in the rest of the local church. Um, you know, I think they especially in the last year and a half, have been so siloed, at least in their parish. Hopefully they've been able to still maintain a connection to the parish, but um, even more so stepping out and seeing there are other teens like me when maybe there's four or five at my high school, but then I can see there's a hundred in some of these other parishes and throughout the archdiocese, and they get to see the witness of the bigger church and the support that the bishops give them so that in the day-to-day when it's hard um, to step out to be a witness for Christ, they can remember, I have a whole church behind me. Um, The bishops take time to come and be with us and get to know us. And so it really just empowers them and supports them in a way that um, even at the local parish level, it's even different than the way that we can do it at the local parish level. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, knowing that both of you have, I'm sure, shed a lot of blood, sweat, and tears in in trying to get these young people to... uh, yeah, to follow the Lord, do so authentically, and to develop a relationship with Him and everything, and and very, I'm guessing, very successfully, very fruitfully, I guess, rather than successfully. But nonetheless, um, there still is the necessity of getting together. I like what you said there, Bree. It just gives him a, a picture of the wider church. Steve, any thoughts on that same question? Why is our chastis need day important? I think uh, Bree nailed it. It was. It's definitely one of those those times that the youth come together and they see the greater church, the youth church as well, mm-hmm. to show them that, hey, we are all in this together. Um, we can, we're going to go about this. We, I might be, like she said, one of five that I see on a daily basis, but we come to this and now I see anywhere from two to 400 sitting alongside of me. Wow, this is this is big. We got this. Let's go out and let's serve the church. Let's go out and let's be Christ to others. Right. It's that empowerment that they get to be able to see that they, they do have that strength in numbers, that they can live out their faith on a daily life. Absolutely. There's a lot of encouragement and courage that comes with um, being surrounded by others who who are not going to condemn you for your beliefs, because mm-hmm. I'm guessing, quite frankly, a lot of them, especially if they're not in our Catholic school system or if they're, you know, out in the out in the 
public world, the secular world, that they're getting a lot of challenges to their faith, both implicit and explicit. So, well, Steve, let me uh, let me change topics here a little bit. Now, you mentioned before that we're doing it, uh, Archdiocese and Youth Day, at two different locations, Mary Mother of the Church in Burnsville and St. John the Baptist in New Brighton, kind of a south and a north, as you pointed out. Now, just a logistical question here, because one of the things that AYD t- seeks to do is to put kids in touch with our shepherds, with our bishops. Now, we've got two locations, we've got two bishops, so am I right in guessing you're going to have one bishop at each site? That is correct. Uh, bishop Cousins will be at our north location, and Archbishop Hebdell will be at our southern location, uh, hanging out with the youth. They're going to be there. Both of them are going to be there for the duration of the event. Wow. Um, so both bishops will be at the um, north and south locations from 6 to 10. Wow. That's great that they're going to be there for the whole time. Yeah, the, the youth get to see them. The the bishops are there greeting them as they're as they're coming in. The youth get to have mass uh, adoration. They get to um, even uh, I know at the southern location we do a text the bishop a question. Um, so we do a Q and A portion. I believe they do it up in the north as well. And then, then we sit down and the youth can ask whatever question from hilarious to those deep theological questions that they want their shepherd to to answer. Wow. Text the bishop a question. So do you get his own personal mobile number then when, you, uh, when you're when you texting the bishop a question? <laughs> no, no. We, we set up a, a Google number and they uh, uh, okay. kind yeah. of text that and then we can kind of rapid fire out some questions to him. Okay, that's good. Um, probably probably good for him anyway. Yes. Yeah, very <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's let's look back a little ways here, Steve. Um, let's... Uh, what have you seen any any stories that you can tell about fruits that you've seen from Archdiocese and Youth Day experiences that you've had or that some of the the youth that you're involved with have had in previous former Archdiocese and Youth Days? I think the the time of prayer they get to see um, the bishops praying, they get to see other priests praying, um, and they're just with them um, with the youth, and they're, they're empowered um, to just be with their Lord at that time as well. Um, but also the time of confession. Uh, mm-hmm. Last year, um, Archbishop Hebda um, said, "Of course, I'm going to he- I'm going to be hearing confessions as well." Um, and the line for for him was incredible. Um, the youth wanted to go and to go to confession to to the archbishop um, was just, and then that was empowering for many of them to be able to do that. And talking with them afterwards, like that was an amazing confession. Um, yeah. And then wanting to be able to continue that practice, especially afterwards of now knowing how important that sacrament is, um, I, w- I want to try and do this as often as I can. Yeah, and what a, yeah, okay, that's that's great. I, I, I'm tempted to go on and on about that too, but um, what a fantastic testimony to uh, both the ministry of our shepherd, of our, of our archbishop, but also the, the desire that the youth have to spend that very intimate time in the confessional, receiving the graces of our Lord from him. All right, Bree, same question. Any, uh, any thoughts, stories, fruits that you've seen from past archdioceses and youth days? Um, I think any time teens get to interact with our bishops um, is such a gift. I think um, and I think we see this with our priests and the pastors at our parishes, too, but just that they recognize, first and foremost, that they're part of a larger church um, is always good, but also just um, those Q&A portions that Steve kind of spoke about a little bit, um, recognizing that, you know, Archbishop Hebda and Bishop Cousins, they see them at confirmation, they see them at special masses, but being able to interact with them and hear stories and recognize that, um, you know, they are incredible holy men, but also just, you know, 
they're people who have laid down their life for the church um, and just the inspiration that that gives to young people. Um, I think in my experience, especially just seeing the impact that that has on some of our young men um, in just their vocational discernment um, has been incredible. So just getting to know them as as humans um, in an opportunity that they don't often have, even sometimes with their parish priests, um, but especially with the bishops. So that's yeah. absolutely been a gift. Yeah, yeah, very good. I, I hadn't even, to be honest, I don't know how this escaped me, but I hadn't even given it the vocational thought as well, just seeing the bishops mm-hmm. and uh, getting to interact with them there and what's, what an impact that can have on uh, on men for the priesthood, but I suppose on both men and women for the religious life as well. Absolutely. Wonderful. All right. So, uh, Bree, you're going to be the, uh, one of the MCs up at St. John the Baptist in New Brighton. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about how registration is running for that one? Yes. So um, I will be co-emceeing with Andrew Roggenbach and then Michaela Anderson at SJB New Brighton is kind of spearheading um, registration there. So um, if anyone is interested in registering, um, they are accepting registration just as parish groups. Um, But there's some flexibility in that as well of who kind of brings a group from a parish. So if you're interested, you can contact Michaela um, at SJB New Brighton and her information is on all of the AYD information as well as on their parish website, um, and she'll send a link out for registration to each parish that's interested in coming. Um, and so then from there, your participants can register through that link, um, and then kind of it's up to you how you do transportation and joining people there. Um, so it's all, like I said, all through the parish. Contact Michaela at SJB New Brighton if you're interested in attending AYD North. All right, very good. How about you, Steve? How are people? How are registrations going down there at Mary Mother of the Church? Uh, you can easily register. You uh, just jump onto the Mary Mother of the Church website, and you go under uh, Formation. You'll see our Youth tab, and then we have a drop down for Archdiocesan Youth Day. Um, ours as well as by registration by group. Um, so different parishes can register their groups. Um, they can go through um, that, and all our links are right there for. Uh, permission forms that they can send out to all their uh, participants, and they're able to kind of go through um, and get any of their questions answered. I'm the MC for the Southern location, and we have a main speaker of uh, Elliot Fonseca. He's going to nice. be giving kind of the keynote um, address along with um, Archbishop Hebda doing Mass for us. Wonderful. All right. Well, the event again, just coming up in a couple of weeks here, Saturday, October 16th, 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. A lot more information available at archspm.org slash AYD21. But Steve Grass, Bree Sinamore, I appreciate you both appearing on Practicing Catholic. God bless you, and I hope the event goes really well. God bless Thank you, too. You so Thank you so much. Us. All right. We're going to head into our final break. When we return, Paul and I will share more ways to grow your faith right here in the local church. We'll be right back.